0: Ladies and gentlemen, Arabology is proud today to interview uh, the Turkish opera singer uh, Mete Tasin. Here's a sample of one of his tracks uh, featuring Jennifer Mohawi. It's called "In Queste Vita." In this life, and stay tuned for my interview right after.
1: Субтитры
0: This is KCSU Stanford 90.1 FM. I'm delighted today and honored to welcome somebody who is well internationally known for his opera singing, this is the first right here at the Arabology show, may I say welcome, ahlan and merhaba to my guest, uh, Mete Tassin. Merhaba. Merhaba. Mete, I have to say your name is very, very special to me because it can be pronounced in American and differently than Turkish, right? Correct. How would you pronounce it in American? Uh, in English? <laughs> Mete No, usually they call me Meat Tassin. Meat. <laughs> okay. well, however, the spelling we should tell our listeners, M-E E-T-E. Yes. Right. And your last name is T, like Tom, A, S, like Sam, I, N. Correct. Right. Mete Tasin is here. And in Turkish, it is pronounced? Mete Oh, I like that. Mete Tasin Sounds, you know, very like, wow. Mete, welcome to Stanford and welcome to KZSU. Thank you. You actually are no stranger to the Stanford campus, right?
2: Correct. Because I used to work the international department and I was given some voice and piano lessons. Oh, wow. At Stanford. Correct. Uh, it was two years ago since uh, I left for the Barcelona for my education. I had to stop and I just came back like six months ago and I didn't reconnect them and wow. I didn't resume my uh, teaching situation in here yet, right. but I'm hoping to do it soon again.
0: You've had sort of a very international life. So
2: I was born in Germany. Yes, I'm Turkish and I, my family moved back to uh, Turkey and I studied in Turkey grew up in Turkey and I'm originally from Izmir from the west coast uh, and then I, because of the university situation I wanted to study another university and also live by myself I moved to Istanbul, lived in Istanbul five years and meanwhile I worked in Turkey a lot in the Istanbul State Opera, Istanbul State Theater, I sang all the lead roles. And like, so. like,
0: How old were you then? Well
2: I was singing in the Istanbul Opera House when I was 24 25 I started to work. I was a student and I had to work and I had a good potential for the opera people and then they started to hire me while I was in the conservatory that was fun and then uh, I traveled to United States once while I was a student in Istanbul conservatory. They gave me full scholarship performing in Minnesota Opera I did two productions with the Minnesota Opera Minnesota University Festival as well because all those things happened and I said well I was thinking to go to Europe but maybe America would be a good path.
0: Is there such a thing as Turkish Opera?
2: Yeah we uh, in Turkey we have so many opera written because of Ataturk ordered that and uh, while the Turkey Republican become like uh, 1923 and then all the musicians uh, sent to France Italy, Germany by Ataturk Turk. And they educated there, and they learned uh, classic Western music. And then they came back, and they start to open the conservatories in 1932, I guess, and all the opera houses. And then they start to compose Turkish operas, Turkish oratorios, all the, about Turkish. And at this moment in Turkey, we have eight opera houses. And I don't know how many symphonies we have, to be honest. I'm sure more than 20. Yeah, we sure. have so many conservatories. I don't know how many.
0: And so, method it isn't like this is just translated opera pieces from you know uh, the West let's say from Europe this is actually original scores written by uh, yes uh, professionals Wow what would be like the most famous you know Turkish Opera that most uh, people in Turkey might recognize at the end is Turkish Opera it's a little bit different
2: feelings than Western operas, like Italian, German, even including Russian. It's a little bit different. More you see the ethnic uh, melodies and you see Arabic scales in right. it, actually. The one of the biggest one in Turkey is Alibaba and 40 Thieves.
0: Wow. And from, from the Arabian Night.
2: That's right. Yeah. So it's a so story exactly the same, but it's, of course, translated to Turkish because this Thousand Nights is pretty well known sure. in the world. So in Turkey as well. And th- this is translated to Turkish and then the composer made the music on mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and, and the, still and,
0: and the composer is Turkish too he is and yeah.
2: he is still alive Salman mm-hmm. Ada he's
0: a really important person uh, in Turkey what about names of you know opera singers that would be sort of well-known in Turkey well in the back in the days if the opera fans probably
2: knows about it Leila Genjer so she was the artistic director of the Skal Opera
0: many years in and, addition to being a, a singer herself
2: yeah she early ages uh Uh, She was a singer and she was singing it all the time at the La Scala and she became artistic director before she passed away. (laughs) ¶¶
0: When did your love of opera begin and why did you find yourself going into that field?
2: My dad was a teacher. I should start with that. And he always uh, give to us this kind of, you know, sports, music, dance, like do these things, do that. I, like it's always that. And he, because being a teacher, I guess, he always introduced us, you know, okay, let's go to the opera. And one of the nights, we, family, as a family, we went to opera house in Izmir. And I was, I think like, seven years old? Something like that. And then I was so amazed hearing this music and the sound that being the human body can produce this. Right. It was so impressive as a kid. And I knew I, I knew I could do that. I said, well I, I know. I'll do this. You just felt you. you, you I had felt that it. I said, wow. you know, I, I have a voice and I feel it, and I, I'll do it. And then wow. I said, okay. And you were I, just a kid. I was you, just a kid. Wow. And I asked my family, okay, I want some music lessons, and then they said, okay, you want music lessons? Fine. What do you want? And I said, I want voice lessons. And then we start to see some teachers, and then they said, voice, it's too early for this age you, he can but it's I need to be a little bit more grown and become adult right. uh, and because all the old factors of the voice is the hormones so as a child yes I was singing in the choir in the school but they said you know start with the piano take some piano lessons and I started to take piano lessons and when I was like 14 and I said, okay, this is the time to take voice lessons. And since then, I'm in this
0: it's, It all profession. started at, at age 14 yeah. and and all these uh, years later, you continue to be impassioned by opera. Um, one of the things I like about you is that you are reachable, Mette, meaning if somebody is interested in, let's say, learning. The thing, yeah. uh, you are actually available for private lessons.
2: Yes, which is I do because all the events are uh, when I do or when I travel. It's all the weekends or nighttime. So daytime, I have my own time. Nice. So uh, because of that, I am also happy to convert that and give that impression to the younger generations. Mm. And, and, you're,
0: and you're right here in California now, in Northern California. So it's a good chance for our listeners who may be interested to get in touch. That's nice. Right. And they would do so through either your website, which is uh, metetasin.com or by contacting you directly?
2: My assistant actually taking care of those things, but as soon as I received an email, just, I know.
0: Sure. Do you have an email to share?
2: Yeah, it's uh, metetasin M-E-T-E-T-A-S-I-N at me
0: and i hear that you're working on your very next uh, cd is that correct
2: at this moment yes i'm working on it and i just completed my all uh, recordings and recently actually yesterday i received everything from my audio engineer and so i'm releasing my new album soon
0: so, so, what is it going to be in English, in Turkish?
2: Uh? Well, all mixed. Uh, as always, what I like to do, I sing in Spanish, Italian, German, Russian, I, I, all the languages I know at this moment, and I can. Uh, right now, the CD, Italian, Spanish, French... Turkish.
0: Wow. And you speak all these languages other than singing? or
2: I don't speak French, but uh, at the conservatory we trained how to read and write in French. But...
0: En français. No, unfortunately. But I wow. speak Spanish wow. and
2: Italian, yes. And Arabic? Marhaba. Marhaba <laughs> <laughs> In
0: fact, we were discussing, you know, this was very interesting because I know nothing about opera. And one of the things is I, I suggested a song for you called Toul Omri. Yeah. which was composed by an amazing uh, Arab American composer his name is Elias Elia. Elias Elia sent me the notes but I think you mentioned something to me about a certain genre of music that lends itself naturally to your voice and can you explain that to our listeners yeah, yeah. like like
2: Yeah yeah I mean because I'm a tenor so it's like the, the tenor is it means the high level of uh, male voice like I do high pitch singing so this song it's a beautiful song which is, I listened mm. and uh, but it's uh, written for bass singers mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. bass mm-hmm. means like lowest uh, male voice so too low for me to sing for example Dang. because it's out of my range so i can sing but it's not going to be that pretty right. <laughs> uh, that's you know because i will be like uh, and I, I will be have a problem to make that sound the only thing is this kind of songs the, this kind of written songs could be transposed to another pitch. Oh, and really? Yes. If the composer has that availability on the computer, you, these days you can do anything. Just one click, you transpose everything to another level. So if the composer could do that, mm. and if I had, to, you know, whatever, everything's written, I could do easily. Sure, sure. It needs to be on, in the my range. It, this so is I, so the it's without. not
0: necessarily the language, met. it's not that it's in Arabic. That's not what's really the the issue because you could easily mm. learn there, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's yeah, the yeah. actual uh, pitch that you're talking yeah, about. yeah actual wow.
2: pitch yeah wow. the, because the language is all about uh, hearing so it's I since I do have musical ear and I can imitate the sound then I can definitely fake it uh-huh. even though I don't know the language yeah. hmm
0: I'm going to treat our listeners, thanks to Meteta Sin right here in the studio, to a little sample of Turkish opera.
2: The, this song is not an opera aria, to be honest, what I was thinking. But because I love that song and it fits the opera genre as well, opera singing, it's an Azerbaijanian song, which is Turkish as well, called Ayrulik Separation.
0: And so you're going to sing this solo today. Correct. And then, um, you know, maybe we'll we'll have that go into the Tul Umri song in Arabic that I mentioned. Yeah. And hopefully one day you will also come back and and, and sing that for us. Definitely. My uh, guest today at uh, KCSU has been the one and only that Tassin, a critically acclaimed tenor who has thrilled audiences in numerous opera productions, classical performances all around the world. Mete is a versatile and compelling performer whose repertoire scans opera, classics, theater, pop, and standards in too many languages to list. I'm gonna leave everybody with Mete Tassin. And it is called again
1: Iruk <speaking> He ata bilmir başımdan fi geceler fikrimden yatabilmem bu fikrim başımdan atılmir ne ki Bir sene çatabilmirem Ayrılık, ayrılık Aman ayrılık Her bir dertten olan Ayrılık ah, Ayrılık Ayrılık Aman ayrılık Her bir Döhten Olar Yaban Ayrılık
0: That was a beautiful song called Tula Omri, performed there with the majestic, gorgeous voice of Ashraf Swelim, composed by Elias Elia, and it is actually on the soundtrack of the Egyptian film, or Egyptian-American film, "Tul Omri, All My Life, directed by the one and only Maher Sabri. Now here's some note. Maria Callas, one of the most renowned and influential opera singers of the 20th century, is teaching a master class at Juilliard. She's glamorous, commanding, larger than life, and drop dead funny. Alternately dismayed and impressed by the students who parade before her, she retreats into recollections about the glories of her own life and career. The venues for this production will be at the Collegan Theater, at the Tannery Arts Center, and. This performance has received rave reviews from the New York Times, which called it rich, vivid, and satisfying. You can purchase a subscription or get more information at JewelTheatre.net. That's www.JewelTheatre.net.